What's up, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Grindline Podcast. I am your host, Greg. You're listening to episode 172. I am here tonight with Ryan, but also with the meme queen of Twitter, Sarah, also known as at Helmeroids on Twitter. Sarah, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing pretty well for a Monday. I think like everyone looking forward to the draft lottery, which I definitely did not forget about at all. No, not at all. I've remembered it this whole time. (laughs) I I know exactly what time it's at, what day it's on what pick we're getting, who the draft prospects are. I'm 100% prepared. Just don't ask me any questions about it. <laughs> that was funny. Last night, I someone had asked, like I was tweet, I tweeted about something and someone tweeted back. They're like, when's the draft lottery? I look it up. I go, oh shit, it's Tuesday. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, totally did not forget that the draft lottery is Tuesday. Um, but yeah, we're, I'm so excited to pick 10th in this draft. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. I'm like, I don't even want to get first. I just want to complain no. about it. I, we need something to complain about. If we get first, then we actually have to be happy for an episode and start doing more prospect. Re- actually, don't even you can do even less prospect research at that point because you know you're getting Shane Wright. Yeah, we just need Tony by that point and be like, hey, tell, tell us who we're picking first. Ryan, how are you tonight? Oh, not bad. I'm low-key dreading my schedule the next two weeks, but that's neither here nor there. So you're all of us. Congratulations. Uh, next week, I don't. there's not a single day that it will have a day off because there's one, two, three different nights of softball during the week. And then we're out of town Friday through Sunday mm. for a tournament. Life, man. That's why you don't do children's sports. Or children. <laughs> or children at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have Sarah on tonight because, as we do every year now, because Sarah does this amazing thing that is called the Detroit Red Wings Awards. This is the ninth annual Detroit Red Wings Awards. You are almost at your 10-year mark. That's, like, real impressive. Are you going to do something, like, crazy, like, rent out a hall for year 10? <laughs> like, Probably not, but I, I've been... Uh, year 10 has definitely been on my mind. And that's why I kept saying, oh, I'm going to scale it back this year a little bit, which okay. I only kind of did. But I was like, I have to, you know, I can't go all out for year nine and then year 10 be like, same old. Like I got to extravaganza. I got to really have some. Got to zhuzh it up. A meme explosion next yeah. season. I got to, I got to do something, something bigger, <laughs> maybe with the videos. I don't Ooh. know, but <laughs> yeah, you got, well, you could rent out a hall, have people dress up like different people that were nominated for awards. And if they win, they have to walk up and accept them, except for you have to hold it at a Chili's. That's what you have to do. <laughs> got to be held at a Chili's and you need to make little awards. <laughs> but yeah, so it's the, the ninth annual awards. Uh, but before we get into that, we kind of want to talk a little bit of actual hockey in the season that went by, which was kind of a blur, really good first half that we had talked before, really bad second half that resulted in the non-renewal of Jeff Blaschel's contract. Um, how how excited are you about that? I I mean, it's mixed feelings. As, as a hockey, as a Red Wings fan, just a normal fan, I am sure I'm happy about it. As mm-hmm. a meme artisan, oh. it is a difficult thing to let go of because I... How many? I probably have seventy-five Blashill memes, and that might be an underestimation. But I'm, I'm not. I'm definitely not over exaggerating. It's at least seventy. There were no shortage of faces. There so. were no like. It's not only that I have memes. I just. I also have faces and and like reaction video things. There's just so much content. Which maybe it was getting old, so it's good to bring in someone new. Yeah, it wasn't. Um, 
Let's not get ourselves. Yeah, it's <laughs> every time. Just, every time one came out, or there was a bad game, we knew that he could be re- relied upon for a new meme. Yeah, there's just he always has something. He either does like the little lizard faces that he does, or it's like his tongue the flicks out face. a little bit, and like the bird thing. Or he uh, stares at smug. the smug. Stares at the sky. Gets real smug. He's kind of like a life-sized Muppet. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so I reactions. am. I am going to miss that, and I didn't speculate this year at all about the Blash spot. And like what happened to it if it was still there? Because that was a big story last year, (laughs) if anyone remembers. Yes, I think it is still in uh, Ryan's Twitter bio, I believe. Spotted bunghole. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, it's still there. Uh, Yeah, so it's it's like it's the right thing to do. I know I'm I'm happy as a Wings like just hockey fan, but as a as my side job of a memer, it's like oh. Hard to let go of a muse. <laughs> and you woke up angry this morning at the Barry Trotz announcement. The Barry Trotz I... announcement that he was fired. And then the immediate Red Wings fan base jumping on the higher Barry Trotz bandwagon. I did. I did. I And I'm not usually like choosing violence, but I don't know. I was a little bit today. I'm just so sick of hiring all the same people. Mm-hmm. And it's just, just this carousel. And I'm like, and I think I think this morning I said something about like inbred monarchy system <laughs> where like eventually you're just going to have a bunch of deformed little bald goblin coaches because they keep break, hiring them and like breaking them down. It'll be like the hills have eyes in the NHL. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be these weird little clones, like little crossbred Barry Johns, Blash little clones. We All have twins running it. One's name is Dump and one's name is Chase. And that's... <laughs> What happened God. eventually. But yeah, I, we we went, did a whole, was it last episode where that's pretty much what we talked about is we're done with the coaching carousel. Talked about all the coaches, but a guy named Barry Trotz. Yeah, and it's the coaching carousel at some point has to end. Look what Iserman did with Cooper in Tampa. He went off the yeah. board. I don't know how far off the board it was because Cooper was, I mean, a good coach at the level he was at, but he wasn't a well-known coach. But he's he already in the NHL though. Sure, but he comes in and he, he ends up in the end winning a championship for Tampa. So I don't think you you need to hire a Barry Trotz. One, I, I hear that Barry Trotz wants some roster decision stuff too, like GM capability, and he's not going to get no. that in Detroit. And I'm not sure Detroit is in the place where Barry Trotz is going to want to kind of maybe give his last coaching hurrah, uh, having to wait. I mean, we're at least five years from contending for a cup, and I don't think he's going to want to wait that long. So it's it's a good thought if you like boring defense first, low offense <laughs> hockey. Great, hire Barry Trotz and they're the best defense in the league. Um, but then your scorers aren't going to be too happy. So I don't like it. You didn't like it. We both chose violence. It was great. <laughs> it kind of goes against the exact opposite of what everyone's clamoring for. Yes, they want a better yeah. defense, but they also won goals. And well, you weren't getting either of those things from Jeff Blaschel. So now you're only going to get one of those things by going with the Barry Trotz. So. Pick your poison, kind of. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah pretty much. Just, uh. I just want something, someone new. And I mean, Blash was was like new. He had, but he had his more than more shots, more <laughs> shots, shots than Zadina missing the net. Like so many shots, more and shots than the Red Wings on an average night. Yes, <laughs> with some, a low bar, clear. But, <laughs> yeah. but it's time to move on. I did say I would, you know, laugh my ass off if he ended up with like coaching the Islanders. Oh, really? Anywhere. He'll yeah, somehow end up in, like, all. He'll end up in Edmonton. Somehow. He'll end up in Winnipeg. They'll ship him to Winnipeg. That, I wouldn't be surprised by any of those, to be quite honest with you. As, as dumb as that sounds, probably. 
Like, Flash will have to get several hats to cover his head in the frigid winters of Winnipeg. Right. You got to think that he's going to get at least one chance to prove himself because he had no chance in Detroit. Yeah. And that was just the simple fact of it. Sure. So I'd be intrigued if one of these teams, while she goes to New Jersey and just plummets the moving further. I mean, it's like as much as we all make fun of him. I do. He seems like he's a nice guy. Sure, probably nothing against him. Like I would, I want to see success, not against us, but like on some other loser team yep. <laughs> um, and have, and have success. And, and for this to be, it was just a case of a team and a coach not matching. Yeah. And like, we've had players like that, like Thomas Yurko pause sure. for everyone screaming. Okay. <laughs> but being like, it's just, you can have a good player and a good team and they just don't like, and Mantha. And Verana, sure. like that was a great trade. Oh, I should say like Ken Daniels, Verana, Jacob Verana. Oh, don't Verana. worry, we got yelled at on Twitter for pronouncing Philip Hronick's name wrong. So, did yeah, someone was mad at you, I think, because someone said Hronick instead of Hronick, and they said it totally takes away from the conversation when you can't <laughs> pronounce the person's name correctly. So. We've already gone over this. I don't pronounce anyone's name correctly. <laughs> Ryan doesn't even pronounce his own name correctly. Sometimes. Uh, the other thing I kind of wanted to go over is I want to get your worst player of the season, just based on your viewing. And then I want to get your most improved player of the season. And if it's not the same one as me, I'm going to be angry. Well, I, well, I know who the most improved one is. So if you don't agree, you're the one who's wrong, oh, but okay. worst player. I mean, it's, it's hard to argue against the Kaiser because <laughs> he's, it's just always so disappointing because every year I'm like, this time it's going to be, that's like my, like how lot, every Detroit fan is like, this time it's going to be different. Maybe me, he found De- that witch in the forest to heal me, his it's knee. it's Kaiser. I'm like, this time it's going to be different. It's going to be the renaissance <laughs> of Danny to Kaiser. Like his swan song. Like, I, I never really went to bat for Erickson. <laughs> but I just, <laughs> I just like, it, it, DK, he just seems like such a nice guy. And like, he just yeah. kind of showed up and, you know, it was like, oh, I want, I want success for you. But, oh God, you just piss me off. Like, Can you every- move? And, you know, he's just this boat anchor attached to yep. Cider's leg. So, but it's also like he was good for Cider because he made Cider look re- really good because he's so terrible. He made <laughs> Cider work so hard and develop so much faster because he had to do literally everything. The rookie of the year. You know, yeah, you know, the light, the light shines all the brighter with the darkness around it. So <laughs> it's real hard to argue against to Kaiser, even if I want to, but uh, he's... He's got it. But you know who else I was disappointed in? Philip Zadina. Felipe Heronic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was disappointed. In, I mean, I sound like his mother. I'm disappointed in you. Um, <laughs> Clean your room, Philip. Yeah. Was, I don't know what it was, but I just kept noticing him. Yeah. And you don't always want to notice defensemen. You just want him to, like, do stuff. And notice it was always for a wrong reason. A weird pass. He's in the wrong spot. A goal is scored while he's kind of standing there looking a different direction. Yeah. And as the season went on, I was noticing it more and more, maybe because I was looking for it. But I was like, come on, dude, you're supposed to be the one I want paired with cider. <laughs> but now I'm worried that you're going to be also be a slightly smaller boat anchor. It's funny that our common like disappointment kind of on the back end, other than DeKaiser, has was heroic, even though he was fifth on the team in scoring. But it was still overshadowed that much by his performances on the ice. Mm-hmm. The thing, the way I kind of explained it was that. Heronic in and it's been known since kind of when we drafted him, he's an offensive defenseman. Yes. We had like negative five defensive defensemen on the left-hand side. 
like Mark Stahl's on the left-hand side, and he clearly was an offensive defenseman. We got Wallman towards the end of the season, but Wallman, a lot of times, Blash will put him on the bottom pair, and that wasn't helping him. I thought Wallman should have been paired with Sider. But our left side of the defense, Danny DeKaiser, left defense, it was just really bad. Like, we need two, well, now maybe, yeah, two, I would say, left defensemen. If you bring back Stahl, you need one more. But I think if you put an Edvinson with a Hronik, maybe those mistakes don't happen as often because he has a defensive partner that can make up for his lack of defense. I don't want to go, and I think that's why they re-signed him. I don't want to go and say trade Hironic this offseason because you'd be trading him low. I want to see him under a new coach that may help him. There were report, the reports that um, some of the younger players were not too happy with Blash. And I think Hironic is one of the ones that was deployed incorrectly. He should have never been on the penalty kill. That is not a defenseman you want killing a penalty. So I want to see him under a different coach. I want to see Zadina under a different coach just to see maybe they can get something more out of him. And, and what I'll point to is kind of look at Cole Caulfield after Martin St. Louis came in and his scoring took off. Now, was it coincidence? Maybe, but the last coach may not have played a system to his strength or may not have let him do what he wants to do. So I'm going to give Heronic one. I'm going to give him another season before we say, oh yeah, he totally regressed and should be kicked out of town. Yeah, there's no point in trading him. I mean, like for what? Yeah, exactly. It's not like we, we it's like, oh, we got to stock up everyone right now. Next year, we're going for it. It's like, we still got, sorry guys, still got time. We're, we'll be going for the lottery again. Yeah, we're, we're making the right strides, but you know, there's no point in just kind of dumping, no. dumping people right now. You think about it with guys that are leaving the team, Osterley is going to be your oldest defenseman. The next closest after him will be Wallman if he's brought back. And then Olevi, if he is brought back. If he still exists. He just turned 24. Yeah. So and Ronick will be 25 in November. So Ryan, have we confirmed that Ali Olevi is a real person? Because no. I think Blashell played him like three times. That's also frustrating. Yeah. And that's another one. I wanted to get a look at him and Blashell did not want to look at him. He scored a, didn't he score like a game winning goal one time? Olevi had no points. Oh. Well, he only played what four games? Uh, Osterly. I was thinking of I was thinking of Osterly. Oh, Osterly. Yeah. If you Oh, uh, he did score. Yeah. We had said that if Jordan Osterly scores on your team, you get relocated. Yep. That's what happens. Jordan Osterly should never score on your team. He is not a good hockey player. It's another one I don't think. Wait, he signed for another year. Yeah, yes. He could go to Grand Rapids and no one would know the difference. I actually think he might be one of the award winners for a guy you don't remember exists. <laughs> <laughs> so uh most improved player sarah it's ras 100 percent. absolutely it's gotta be it's gotta be ras and not even a debate no and but i'm gonna give a lot of credit also to stall for improving because yeah i was he bummed me out last year but so did everyone but this year it was like he was noticeable for good reasons mm -hmm. there were very few times where i was like god damn it what are you doing like you're in totally the wrong spot doing the totally wrong thing he seemed like he was a really good fit and I'm sure he's a great locker room guy because he's Mr. He's the dad. He's 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 the dad. He and Ganya, they're the dads. So did he freaky Friday with Philip Hronick? I don't know. I mean, and he only had 16 points. He does. Yeah. Yeah. Does he have a beard? Does Hronick have a beard now? Oh, oh yeah. 
Yeah, because that that's a sign. That's like a real indicator. I'm sorry, are we saying heronic? I think it's heronic for the person who got mad at us on Twitter. I'm sorry. I think it's heronic. But yes, Moose is the most improved. Absolutely. Yeah, I was so happy. I've been because obviously I love memeing him because he looks crazy. And I was I, you know, people drag on him like just do, do hate him thing. so much. It's like, come on, man. I can't have David. <laughs> I can't have Danny to Kaiser, but I can, <laughs> you still have hope. And I thought he brought, I mean, you know, as so much as people were also like, oh, Zadina, trade him. I thought Rass really brought out a lot of good in Zadina. He just <laughs> needs glasses. He needs a visit to Dr. Romani so he can see where the net actually is. It seems mm-hmm. like he has seized three nets and he's like, uh, I'm going to pick this one. And it's always the wrong one. It's always the logo on the chest. I like it because now I can do a lot of, invader zim room with a moose memes for michael rasmussen and he's already got the crazy eyes right and it's right i don't think he ever smiles there's maybe two pictures of him smiling the rest of them looks like he was dropped into a room and doesn't know where he is so it's good and we had talked about (laughs) him too where we said is he ever going to justify being picked ninth probably not but can people stop shitting on him now? Yes, people can stop shitting on him now because he's shown he can be your a, a good middle six player and dependable every night. And even Mickey Redmond, who is never wrong, said that he is making himself into a, an integral part of this team. He is carving out a role for himself that you you have to make it so that yeah, Michael Rasmussen is on your team going forward and. He's going to be your big guy who now doesn't fall down anymore and will go to the corner and fight for pucks. He'll plant his ass in front of the net and play the Holmstrom role if you want him to. But he's also showed that he's got a really good shot. Like he was on fire at the end of the season. So yeah, Michael Rasmussen, amazing this season. I will take it. Yeah, most improved. And because he, yep. and he made, like I said, he makes the players he's with better. And that's, that's what you want is you want someone who, especially for depth guy. You want someone who makes them better. And, you know, as he says, that that was his problem where he wasn't owning his size. Like, I always think about that. I had like an instructor in college and there was this really tall kid in our class and she's like, own your height. Stop hunching over. You're tall. Deal with it. And I think about that. I'm like, Russ, you're a giant. Get used to it. You're going to have other, gi- you have other giants around you. Like Easter, we're like Easter yeah. Island now. Like you gotta, you own it, own your space. And I I feel like he started doing that more where he's like, this is my bubble. If you come to my bubble, I'm going to kick your ass. So just yeah. enjoy being the biggest person before Elmer Soderbloom gets here. I don't think if he takes on some pointers from Mo on that reverse Yeah, check. Mo, the captain of the reverse yeah. check. But we're going to jump into the Detroit Red Wings Awards. Actually, first, what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break to read a message from our sponsor, and then we will jump into the Detroit Red Wings Awards. What's up? It's Greg here from the Grindline Podcast with a message from Manscaped. Growing out your playoff beard, let that thing loose up top, but our friends at Manscaped are here to help you avoid a jumbo Joe downstairs. The global leaders in below-the-waist grooming want to save your hockey pucks from a slap shot in crunch time this playoff season. Four million men worldwide trust Manscaped to prepare them for the Stanley Cup. Join them and go to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the code GRINDLINE. Shaving your ball starts with the perfect package for your package, the Performance Package 4.0 from Manscaped. The Lawnmower 4.0 is waterproof and has a 400K LED spotlight when you need a more precise shave. The Weed Whacker nose and ear hair trimmer is also included in this package, which is also waterproof, uses skin-safe technology, so 
you can keep the unnecessary roughness on the ice where it belongs. There is no more pinching. There is no more pulling. There's no more crying because you're ripping out your nose hairs. Shaves them clean off with no issues at all whatsoever. The Crop Preserver is an anti-chafing ball deodorant to keep your balls sticking to your legs from end to end. No one will be chirping you anymore. The Crop Reviver is a spray-on toner for your balls. It's made with soothing aloe and witch hazel extracts that will give your balls a mousse. Manscaped even threw in their shed travel bag. Amazing bag, super soft, has just enough room for all the tools plus some extras. It's not too big. Uh, My problem is generally that the bags are too small and cannot fit everything, so I end up throwing extra stuff in a backpack. This bag is just the right size. The boys will be buzzing this Stanley Cup lineup from Manscaped. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code GRINDLINE at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the promo code GRINDLINE at manscaped.com. Don't be a goon fighting your bush with the wrong trimmer. Choose the right tools for the job this playoff season with Manscaped. Uh, But we want to talk about the Red Wings Awards, which is even more amazing. And I think, what did we do last last year? We went one by one and kind of went through like the the kind of explanation. Yeah, you went went through a couple. So yeah, you can pick pick out your faves. I like how you started with best game of the season and worst game of the season because those were really easy to pick. Like best game of the season was definitely the home opener and worst game of the season was definitely the blowout to Arizona. And You're the only person who said that was an easy decision. Everyone else really agonized over it. And that's why I put them first. Cause I wanted to be like, look, you're going to have to, you might have to think about this. So let me put them first in case you like close out and then go back in. Well, maybe, maybe I think that the, the best game was the home opener because we were there and there was a lot of offense. I mean, my second best game is probably where Cider punched Crosby in the face. That's probably <laughs> yeah. my second best game, but the worst has to be that Arizona blowout. Like you lost that bad to that bad of a team. I don't know if I could pick a worse game. Sorry if you can hear like some sort of screeching from my end. There's like a cat fight outside or something. <laughs> okay. We're going to need updates as the episode goes along. on Whatever's <laughs> happening outside of your house. Stevie has gone. Stevie's gone nuts. Um, <laughs> Got to live action. But wait, is yeah. he outside? No, no. Stevie is inside. Oh. She's fine, but she is running between the windows. Oh, she wants to know what's going on outside. <laughs> yeah, she wants. She wants in on this, but uh, no, <laughs> no. So sorry if you hear like cats screaming. I want to say my worst game was Pittsburgh. I think the eleven-two loss is what I chalked up. I was at the Arizona game. I thought that was bad. But the complete, utter blowout, I chose the worst one. I think my best pick was the shutout against Carolina for Ned. That's a good one. I like the This Guy Award because it's the most forgettable player that you forgot who existed until you looked at the list. And that one was also very easy for me. I think a lot of these were easy for me because I think about these constantly. And, I mean, I'm going to say a name and you're going to say, who? And I'm just going to say Ryan, Carter Rowney. Yeah, he, as he looks at his phone, <laughs> are you Googling Carter Rowney, Ryan? No, I was reading a text message. Yeah, Carter Rowney. It's that or Ali Alevi because you probably only saw him like three times, but I don't think he made the list. Yeah, I some of the list, it was like you had to have played a certain number of games as a Red Wing. I don't remember what my, I had some arbitrary like <laughs> cutoffs, but but it was what was different this year. And you know, if anyone hasn't voted yet, is that instead of picking a group of people to then pick like nominees, I was like, no, just drop down lists. Everybody is on, is, is an option now because half the times I would fill in half the ballot myself. And that felt really biased. So I was like, no, 
this time. You made it it's easy for yourself this year. Good on you. Well, yeah, that was, and that was honestly the goal. Is like, I just need it to be easier this year, but still fun. I want everybody to have fun, but I was like, no collaboration, no coordination. I'm just doing this all myself because it's easier. Do you have the graphics done? <laughs> no. Well, I don't know who won. Uh, yeah. Well, you do them and just fill them in later. Yeah. And some of them that are the same, like if I use the same awards every year, I can just kind of, I have like the template and can just cut out a player and drop them in. But when it's really close, I'm like, I won't know until two days before. Eventually I do close it off. Yeah. You have to have an end date, make it easy on yourself. Yeah. But there's no, I'm like kind of scrolling through my graphs right now. There are quite a few that are very, very close. Um, A couple of runaways and then a couple of like two-way races, but some of them it's like why it's wide open. So voters, your vote counts. It really does. The only institution in the world <laughs> where, where your, your vote, vote really matters. matters. <laughs> uh, I let me see. Some of them I think are probably going to be pretty close. So the tablescaping award for best playmaker and setup man. Generally, I give that to Dylan Larkin. And I think I might have still done that this season, but I could also see Lucas Raymond being a good choice for that. I could also see Mo Sider being a good choice for that. So I think that is one that could be pretty close. But yeah, I generally it was a, a runaway for Larkin because I mean Larkin was really our only good setup man. I think so. I could see that coming down pretty heavily between Bert and Larkin, but most likely. Well, I'm not going to tell you what it is. Is it close? Uh, kind of. The race for second place is closer than the race for first place. See, my second um, place would have been probably Bertuzzi and Raymond. And then Larkin would have been my first place. But that's one that that I like because you get into the more, a lot of these make you think, like go back and look at stats or go back and look at plays and kind of think about who do you see? I mean, primary assists are good, but who does the slick plays? And I think Larkin does the more slick passes. Raymond had a lot of really good ones this season too. So that's one that I really like. The drop gloves award. I I didn't see the choice of no one. So <laughs> for the player who did the best job defending himself and his teammates, I, that is one thing that I think a lot of people constantly yelled about this season was, why is no one standing up for anyone? Why are they all letting each other get beat up? And I mean, like, you throw Giovanni Smith out there and he takes stupid penalties and then you let in four more goals. So what are you going to do? For that, I mean, I'm like, I got to pick Giovanni Smith because he's the only one that fought, really. He just loses every fight. Exactly. <laughs> People are like, we need more Giovanni Smith. I'm like, why? So he can go out and get his ass kicked and take a penalty? <laughs> like, <laughs> I went on the what, hockey, was it hockeyfights.net that posts like every fight in the winner and loser. And I went back and yeah. watched all of the Giovanni Smith fights. I'm like, he lost every single fight. And I think we lost all but one game where he fought. So his fighting did not help at all. Helped absolutely nothing. Yeah, I'm like, I was like, man, I really want you to win your fights. But even <laughs> even Mick, I think at some point was like, oh, come like you, you got to like at least get one punch. in. <laughs> Pick your battles, kid. I, I'm trying to think of who I picked for this one. I was hoping my picks would show up. I want to say it was probably Bird or Larkin that I ended up selecting here. But Cider, I think, could be a fair one, too. Even though he didn't really fight, but he would get mixed in whenever he was on the on the ice with somebody. He got in people's faces and, and yeah. just laughs at them. And I, I I love that yeah. about him that he because like, 
you know, national hero Luke Glendening did that a lot, where he just kind of <laughs> really annoy people with how chipper he was. What about all of them laughing at the other bench? That was okay. <laughs> so like Renaissance painting Iconic. of the season was the Bertuzzi and Raymond and Robbie Fabry laughing at the people on the <laughs> yeah. other bench. The other one though, for, I would say Mo too, because Mo laughs because he's like, haha, you're getting beat up by a child. That's what's <laughs> like, I'm a large child and I'm beating you up. And just him punching Crosby in the face was the best thing ever. I don't think yeah. like, I had to add that into my social media. Thank you video for a Mo Cider highlight, him punching Crosby in the face. Yeah. I feel like that's, that's a real welcome to Detroit moment. Like, You've made it. Once you like face wash Crosby, you've made it. And honestly, I would have just turtled him. He should have just turtled Crosby and made DMAC proud. That would have been amazing. But yeah, he'll he'll get there. I th- I don't think I don't think Cider will start any fights, but I think Cider will fight in his career. I think it will happen. Like I, I'm not sure Nick Lidstrom ever fought anyone, but I think German Lidstrom will fight someone. Yeah, or they'll try to start a fight with him and he won't notice. I'm like, oh, did like a, a fly <laughs> land on me? Kind of like Chara all those years. Yeah, exactly. Oh, like a Brendan Smith trying to fight Zidane Chara. That's exactly Zidane what Chara, I thought of. Like holding his head as Smith like flails his arms. <laughs> There's competition for the highbrow award again, Sarah. Best eyebrows? Best eyebrows is back. I'm scrolling down. I think people will be... After after the awards, I usually tweet out, um, you know, pictures of like the graphs or the results. Yeah. And I think I think people will be surprised by the highbrow award and how maybe it's competitive, but not as competitive as people think. I don't know if this is like a like a third party being included vote situation where there were too many choices and that's like bitten away from other votes. But I think people I think people will be surprised, which is great. Well, yeah. we had late, late entry, strong contender, Jake Wallman enter the season. And I mean, he's got Valeno eyebrows. Yeah, so. he was, I was, I was wondering if he was going to throw, throw a wrench in there. Cause I was like, you can't, you can't deny them. They're exactly. strong. They're strong. Ryan, who is your, who's got the best eyebrows on the team? Don't be afraid. You have to answer who has answer. the best eyebrows on the record. Who has the best eyebrows, Ryan? Yeah, I had it pulled up, but I closed it. Who was on the list? I think I went everyone. with uh, everyone. The entire team was the the entire team. Yes. I want to say I went with Fabry. Okay, Fabry does have some nice eyebrows. It's it, Italian. Mm. The first thing you think of when you think of Robbie Fabry. <laughs> That's what happened on the Mojo Show. I don't think he can beat those. <laughs> Mo Sider asks Lucas Raymond. First thing you think of when you hear Robbie Fabry, and Raymond says Italian. See, what were some of the other ones I liked? I did like the NPC award. Now that's new, right? That is new. I was I was trying to think of I, I feel like the in arena in on broadcast team really stepped up their game this year and and got more involved on social. And mm-hmm. I was trying to find a way to recognize that without it being like, yeah, Ken and Mick win, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, not broadcasters, but everyone else. And Just people to- that talk about the team from from the game. Yeah, and that is really close. I don't um, know. I gave it to our girl, Daniela. It's uh, really... She is killing it. Daniela is amazing. Her content is awesome. She was recognized several times by the actual team this year for like the great accomplishments for female broadcasters and stuff. She did a couple games on the radio, and she's just been really good. And she is nice enough to come on the podcast. So that's the other bonus. Yeah. She gets so there. She's, and, and honestly, she's kind of what made me think about it and be like, you know, this war, this would be pretty competitive. 
And I will, I will say it's not me because I don't vote, but there are people out there who voted for art. And oh, I don't know. Bless his <laughs> heart. Everybody got at least intentionally. I don't know. Maybe they, <laughs> they were on the menu and they used to slip. There are some trolls who who do vote. Um, but everybody, everybody got some votes. So you know good for bless, them. Bless Art's heart. He he tries. I mean, maybe not a lot, but he tries. And he's been doing it for a really long time. And as much as we make fun of art, I mean, he tries. That's really all we can say. He's the and one he that's got a doing vote. it. We're not. He tried hard enough to get a vote. Yeah. Intentionally well, or not. Yeah. Because I was I was trying to decide who to include. And I was like, if you inc- if I include DMAC, I have to include art. If I include art, I have to include DMAC. Like I've got, I've been, I was like, and if I include Carly, I got to do both of them. Everybody on that in arena team has to. You included Lance Luce. I did. I love Lance. I've never met him, but I just, I just love his energy and I love having the organ on there. And I was like, yeah, I put, I don't care if he did get votes. I'm like, I don't care. I'm putting him on there because I personally enjoy him very much. I do too. It would be very rude. It'd be very rude to, to not include him. He's good to interact with. He's a very wholesome guy. He tags us in tweets. He has sparkly jackets. We like Lance too. You yelled at us in the Trader Award. Oh, <laughs> I did. There's some things where I like wrote where I can't. I like wrote stuff down. I was like, "Oh, go delete that later." <laughs> you I did never... not delete the in all caps. Marion Hosa is not an option. Let it go. Because <laughs> yeah. at first I was going to rename the award the Marion Hosa Award, but I just like the name Trader Award. It's too much, and I don't want to give Hosa that much credit. So you could rename I... it the Sergey Fedorov Award. I could have renamed it the Jeff Blaschel Award. There's a reason he wasn't on the ballot. <laughs> and there was no Torch and Pitchfork Award this year. Because there was, that, that was It would have been problem. a runaway vote. I tried to have votes that weren't going to be runaways. And between Blash and Mo, it kind of really threw a wrench in the works. You know, why do you have like a best rookie award? He's sorry, Lucas, but like Mo is going to take that. Best hair? What am I supposed to do with that? <laughs> Like so handsomest I, German. Who am I going to give that like, award to? Most hated person. <laughs> That's why I was like players only. Trader award. No coaches. No past grudges. Players. Current yeah, but I players. think that current players also made this one. Then I think really easy. And I mean, I had to go with Danny DeKaiser because, like, like you said earlier, Danny DeKaiser just constantly disappointing. That was like a good name for an award. The constantly disappointing award. Um, but it is, and again, bless his heart, Danny DeKaiser, he tries. And that's the same. Danny DeKaiser is the Art Regner of the Detroit Red Wings. I'm sure he's like a really, really <laughs> nice guy. That's and, that's a little that's a little too far. Give, give Danny a little yeah, more credit. You, I think you've crossed the line with that one. <laughs> okay, Danny DeKaiser is the Jeff Blaschel of the team. I'm sure he's a really nice guy. He's just not good anymore so the one to easily pass the blame to is what you're saying if i say sure. he's the justin advocator of the team i want to see how like red ryan's face is gonna get <laughs> well <laughs> like not even trying i'm pretty sure it's working <laughs> see the problem with justin advocator was that justin advocator was never really good he was just propped up by pavel that you put you put ryan next to pavel datsuk and he'll get a giant contract from ken holland <laughs> michael bunting <laughs> i was gonna say michael bunting 
<laughs> yeah, you can put Michael Bunting's grandkids next to Pavel Datsuk and they would be okay. But Danny DeKaiser was good the first few years. And then he had catastrophic injuries and they continued yeah. to pay him money and play big minutes, which made no sense. So, I mean, I had to go with Danny DeKaiser because I, I'm not sure he just caused me heartbreak, but also Mo Sider. And that also <laughs> makes me angry. <laughs> and anyone that played offense. Sure. Yeah. Anyone that wanted to do anything other than skate backwards. Uh, again, if I can't pick Marion Hosa, I have to pick Danny DeKaiser. And then next year when he retires, I'm going to have to find someone else to scapegoat. So it should be called the scapegoat award for person who's... <laughs> Who's not? It's I not. I think their it was. Fault, I think it was them. called that. I think it was called that at one at at some point, or just that was the description. Um, the funniest thing for me about, about the trader award is how many names there are that people voted for. Really, including including Oscar Sundquist. <laughs> what did he ever do? He just got here. <laughs> did he punch someone's grandma? He just got. So I'm like, I wonder if people like had any slips. They well, maybe were, it's because they think his, his he has a, like a really really creepy smile, like he does super creepy smile with like his chipped tooth and everything. So maybe they just freak him out. You want to hold that against him? So like, there's no way and that's anyone so pretty Swede. <laughs> there's no one, no way anyone could have voted for Dylan Larkin. No way for this award. I guarantee there's votes for Dylan Larkin. But the, like, there's just ones that wouldn't make sense. Dylan Larkin would not make sense on here. Yeah. When does the Red Wings fan base make sense and agree across the whole thing? Greg, we had an, a, an entire episode dedicated to going off about people giving shit to Dylan Larkin. So do you really we think did. that would be an out of the ordinary thing? That, <laughs> that people was call literally like three episodes ago. And didn't like and like D-Mac was like, leave him alone. I'll yeah. punch you down. Yeah. D-Mac threatened people with a baseball bat. That's what happened. He on his show had a baseball bat and pointed it at the camera. <laughs> And told this everyone is how to leave short our up. memories he are. Broke his own bobblehead. <laughs> yeah, almost. Like it, it was like what three weeks ago, maybe. It was three weeks ago. It <laughs> was absolutely, <laughs> absolutely three weeks ago. And then the next day, it was like surgery. We're like, oh, we have the mind of goldfish. I have to go back and remember what episode we're on from episode to episode. <laughs> so, the other one I could see getting votes for the Trader Award is Tyler Bertuzzi because he couldn't play in Canada. Um, that would be a reason for him to get some votes. So, I mean, there, Adam Ernie's just bad at hockey. I don't know why he's still here. Robbie Fabry got hurt. That wasn't his fault. Thomas Grice was again, not good. There's actually a lot of good choices for this, but I think Danny DeKaiser was my lock from the beginning. As soon as I saw his name on the list, it got clicked. So yeah, a lot of people got votes. Like this is, this is, I don't know. This is like one of the funniest <laughs> awards. I don't, it's like. It shouldn't be either. It should not be a funny award. It's like Mitchell Stevens. Is he a traitor? Because you didn't remember who he was until he got a penalty. Like, he played like four end. games. Fuck that guy, Mitchell. <laughs> His name's Mitchell. I have a cousin named Mitchell. I hate that yeah. kid. He gets the award. Oh, two first names? No. Looking at you, Lucas Raymond. <laughs> oh, no. Don't do it. Oh, that means he's got votes, which even, like, even that one. Like, what? No. Yeah, what did Lucas do wrong? I actually think Lucas Raymond might be one of the only players on our team that has two first names. Yeah, I mean, Mitchell Stevens is Mitchell Stevens. So it's not really... Yeah, so he's the only one. So before we move on to the last section of the night, I just need to read a quick message from our sponsor, DraftKings. 
The NHL season has been packed with dirty dangles, hat tricks, and big wins. As the action rolls on, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has your shot to win big too. New customers can bet just $1 on any team and get $150 in free bets if they win. That's right, a bump in the win column for your team means free bets for you. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you still have a shot to light the lamp. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Hockey Contests, and DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use promo code THPN, bet just $1 on any NHL team, and get $150 in free bets if they win. That's promo code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner in the NHL. 21 or older, restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Uh, and then the last one to round it out that I was going to talk about was the MVP for the 2021-22 season. My MVP, as good as most cider was, my MVP is Dylan Larkin. and Because I feel like this is the first year where Larkin came in, and even though he was captain when we couldn't do like an official ceremony or anything, he, we were able to do the ceremony this season. He grabbed this team, like grabbed the bull by the horns, for lack of a better phrase, he made this team his team, worked his ass off every single night, had the, the season of his career so far. And if he can do that again next season, I mean, people have to shut up about him not being a first-line center. So I, I, my MVP for this season is Dylan Larkin, hands down. Oh, I, I think I wouldn't wholeheartedly agree to that. You can make the case for Mo. You can make the case for Raymond for the types of years they had. I think if Burt's playing a full season outside of the COVID issues and being hurt, I think that he easily competes or contends for that honor, if you will. But the way Larkin brought it night in and night out and fuck you to anyone that says he didn't yep. but slide that one in there real quick. Like he, the way he performed is what you would expect for a captain. And I know that it's, you can't put him on the level that Eisenman was, but you can compare him and the way he performed after maybe the Scotty Bowman years came in in regards to, he played a full game, 200 feet, Offense, defense. I love that they finally started putting him on the penalty kill toward the end of the season. And he was actually getting out there in all aspects of the ice because that's how you're going to submit him as a top center in the league. And it fit him perfectly. You look at some of the top teams in the playoffs right now, their top players are on the penalty kill. So it, he's to get take that next step, which I feel like he's going to do as long as he's healthy, knock on wood again. Like, that's all you can ask for. And I'm going to, I'm done gushing over Dylan. Okay. Yeah. This is another award where you can really pick out who the trolls are and just to all the trolls out there. Yeah. I know who the trolls are. Not personally, not like I can hunt you down yet, <laughs> but I know what the joke ballots are and I do have the ability to exclude them. Ooh. Um, I'm talking, I'm, I'm talking to you people who voted Adam Ernie as the MVP. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking to you, person who voted Taro Hirose as the MVP. Maybe they didn't know what MVP means. What what could what could V be for something bad? Most volatile player? It could be Adam Ernie. <laughs> who who's your MVP, Sarah? Personally. Larkin. It's gotta be. I mean, I guess if this season didn't make you like love Dylan Larkin or like accept. Dylan Larkin, because there's people that are still yelling that he shouldn't be captain, that he's too immature. If this he has put up with balloon from dreams, every <laughs> post game, you can bleep that out if you need to. But he has put up with these post game interviews. Yep. With grace and mature. Like if that's not a proof of maturity, not just being like, 
bleep, 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 um, middle fingers. Uh, <laughs> just go like the whole time. Just, <laughs> like he's, he, that's a side, like he handles himself. He is the one who always has to answer the, so what happened out there? We sucked. Yeah, we lost <laughs> the game. Did you look at the score? Oh, man, like, I thought him saying they like calling people out. Yeah, there. that's what people, so that was one thing people were mad about is that in, in one of the, the post-game pressers, he had said that like, we can't, we're not just going to all go play and then get handed candy after the game like we did a good job. He's like, this isn't peewee hockey anymore. And people are like, you didn't have to throw his teammates under the bus like that. He could have said did. that privately in the locker room. I'm like, no, that's what a captain does. A captain he throws, demands he accountability. throws himself. He throws himself Absolutely. right under there. He's not like, well, I scored a goal. So what the hell was everyone else doing? <laughs> Me and Mo are like just doing everything. And Ned, like, come on. Yeah. Give Ned a break. He, you know, he throws himself right there. And, you know, that's what Zetterberg did. They have different ways of handling interviews. Like Zetterberg always started with a groan, like, oh, and, an and, like and like the beard rub and like a sip. But when Cronwell kind of stepped in, in that in-between season, he was always like, yeah, we sucked. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> it was just brutal. And well, that's what you have to do. And then people are like, hockey players have no personality. So Larkin comes in and his personality is telling the truth. There you. <laughs> I mean, like, well, we kept our legs moving. They just didn't move very fast. <laughs> He's just like, no, we blew it. <laughs> yeah, we sucked. We didn't score goals and they scored more goals and our defense was bad. Like he explained exactly what happened and people got mad at him explaining exactly what happened. And I mean, it's like, what more do you want from the guy? And I think Iserman even said it in his end of season press conference. He's like, these guys come out like they come out and it's not easy answering your guys's questions every night. I mean, thank God you're not Toronto media, but you ask the same questions every night. But they're not asking, like, I think Sheldon Keefe was asked the other day, why do you put your worst defenseman out there in a high-pressure situation? And Sheldon Keefe responds, who's our worst defenseman? They're like, Justin Hole. And he's like, oh, that's your opinion. I'm like, (laughs) Toronto media has zero filter. They're just going to be like, why is Justin Hole your worst defenseman and why are you putting him out there? But Dylan Larkin, he puts up with a lot of shit. He's got to answer the questions. As a young, still young kid, I mean... He's 25 years old, people forget. And night in and night out is out there being the captain. And it, it's the cap. He's the Batman of the team, not the captain they deserve, but the captain that they need. So that's, I got to give it to Dylan Larkin. He's just, Hi, Stevie. Yeah. Oh, kitty cameo. <laughs> stopped. Uh, she stopped trying to figure out what was going on outside. She did. Cause now there's dogs barking. So we'll just get like screaming animals. <laughs> From my, from Do you my live side, in a z- near a zoo, Sarah. No, I mean, isn't Washington D.C. a whole zoo? Um, so no. in some way, <laughs> were yes. you supposed to go ah cha cha after that? <laughs> no, there's just dogs and cats and birds and Joe Biden flying on a plane and the Air Force Base. <laughs> Other than that, perfect silence. You got a lot going on. Do you have anything coming up besides the Red Wings Awards? Okay, so when do people have to have their ballot? And I guess that's the question. Like, go vote. The link is pinned to your Twitter at Helmeroids yes. on Twitter. When yes. are you going to shut it off? Um, I'm going to shut it off probably. At... Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> Wednesday, the 18th, probably in the morning or like midnight, the 17th. Um, give me a couple of days for these. Because when races are like really close. 
And I actually do need to cut it off. Sometimes if everything was a runaway, I'd be like, eh, keep voting. I already know the result. Do whatever you you want. You can already make your graphic. So, yeah. So we'll say, you know, vote in the next week and one day. And if you submit a trolling ballot, I will know and I will exclude everything. So for all of you who were saying the best game of the season was June 12th, 2009, (laughs) fuck you and the horse you rode in on. That isn't even night. That's that isn't even a troll. That's just mean. That is mean. That is a personal attack on me. I think uh, so. Actually, so your vote does matter as long as you vote correctly. I I forgive a lot of people who don't understand how to type in a year. Fine. We've got some games from the 2000s. We have games from the year 22, from the year 15, when Michael Bunting was just breaking into the league. Like. I'll sort those out, but you 2009ers, yeah, you fake Philip Zadina, I'm coming for you. <laughs> Hit the bricks, you 2009 trolls. You mean when the Red Wings won the Stanley Cup in 2009? That was a great year. It was Tyler the, it has was, a shirt from it, I think. Yeah, I've, I've got a shirt. It was the best birthday I ever had. <laughs> was not ruined at all. I think, uh, yeah, fill it out. Fill it out correctly. And and we'll all have a good time with if, it. If you really think that the number one trader is Oscar Sundquist, <laughs> I don't okay. know what to say to you. But if I, you know, fine, I'll I'll take that. But if you voted like every single award, Oscar Sundquist, <laughs> I am gonna notice. Some of yeah. it I won't care because it's a runaway. But you might have what was it? You might have Ralph Nader this. You young people who totally get that. We need a ha- a hanging Chad. That's what we're yeah. gonna get in this one. I'm going to take this to the Supreme Court. And the Supreme Court is me. I am the only authority. This is a dictatorship. The meme factory <laughs> is a dictatorship. You like the the meme factory? It feels a lot like Willy Wonka's factory. That's what's happening over there. All you, yeah, you roll rule over all these people. And they, they force these little orange people to make memes for you. <laughs> I make everything myself. And I have a little but It's a lot of color. There's probably candy involved, but not in a creepy lure children into my houseway. I would be like you're, a, that's like a gingerbread witch thing. I'm, I'm not there yet. You're the Lisa Frank of the Detroit Red Wings uh, Twitter. Absolutely. That's what's happening. Uh, do you have anything else to promote besides the Red Wings Awards? Are you still doing stuff with uh, Winging It Motown? I'm still doing stuff with Winging It in Motown. I don't really have anything to promote other than if you haven't chosen your bandwagon for some reason, I... I posted some some bandwagoning advice on Winging It in Motown. You can check that out. Uh, other than that, garden. Everyone go plant some shit. The world needs more gardens. That doesn't even have to be a garden. It can be like Jumanji. That's what mine's like. Just throw things everywhere. I think I have to wait until the end of the month for my garden because I think our final frost is like the uh, 23rd of May this year. So uh, it's uh, the starters are actually sitting. If I turned my camera, you could see them. They're sitting on the couch in my office because that's what gets the best sunlight. So my my vegetables have already started. They're just waiting to go outside and not die or maybe die, depending on how they how they live their life. Well, if they want to be little cowards, that's their business. I mean, survival (laughs) of fittest. You don't see Dylan Larkin sitting inside when it's cold out. Uh, Ryan, final thoughts before we sign off. Uh, final thoughts. I hope this weather sticks around that we had today, speaking of weather, because it was fantastic. It's nice to see some of my neighbors getting out and mowing their yards. Yeah, I'm one, I'm one of those, Sarah, so I apologize. 
Gotta have the but, crisp, uh, gotta have the crisp lines. Oh, me, see, I've got a group chat with two of my neighbors now. We talk shit about whose lines are better. All right, Hank Hill. Oh man, that's where we're at now. It's, oh, you know, we're right. to that point of Hank Hillism too. We sit outside talking to each other all on the street drinking beer. Oh, you would hate you would hate my yard. <laughs> I don't mind bees. yours because you've planted things there, and it actually is like it makes sense. And well, like, I wouldn't say it makes sense, but it well, does it's, cover. It's a smorgasbord. It covers my sins. <laughs> <laughs> and I've actually been seeing people talking about stuff like that around my my area about how they're encouraging more of not a non-yard, if you will, and more of just a natural growth. Yes, do it for the bees. They need, yep. which is not what Manscaped promotes. No, Manscaped absolutely. does not promote natural growth. <laughs> I am very much but... on the Manscaped bandwagon when it comes to personal <laughs> and professional hygiene. I actually looked up last year, Ryan, how to tie weights and you basically chain a doormat to the back of your lawnmower and put weights on it so that you can do the patterns like in a baseball field. It flattens. I the was grass really enough. worried about where you were going with that. You, and I can yeah, tell you man keep talking about chaining weights to something. <laughs> no, to the back of your lawnmower, you can chain Is that like a, a, euphemism? a welcome mat. <laughs> Actually, the the groomer that Manscaped makes is called the lawnmower. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but you can do that, right? Why would you, you need put... to do that? They make little kits that connect to a lawnmower that stripe it. Well, if you're cheap and don't want to buy the kit, you can just chain a welcome mat with some weights well, on you it. Have to, if you don't lawnmower. just have those things, you're still spending Or if spending you live in money. Kentucky and don't have access to the internet or Amazon. Well, you don't, you don't mess with country folk. They come up with ingenuitive ways to do everything. <laughs> But those are your final thoughts, Ryan? Uh, yeah, don't mess with country folk. Already Ryan 33. <laughs> My final thoughts are, remember, the lottery is tomorrow. And this should hopefully be posted by the time the lottery happens. Or you're going to listen to it and be like, the lottery is tomorrow. And then try and tune in and nothing's going to be there. But I believe I'm going to start a Zoom for the lottery. I don't know. I don't want to be Zoom trolled by a bunch of people on Twitter. But you can also head over to our Discord and we might broadcast it there. But I'll post something on Twitter and there will be a link to the lottery. Other than that, Sarah, I want to thank you for coming on and talking to us. We love talking to you and interacting with you. You make Twitter a more enjoyable place, uh, probably smile. more enjoyable than it should be. So <laughs> uh, you can follow me online at Bringing the Wing. You can follow the Grindline podcast online at Grindline Pod. You can find our merch shop at redbubble.com by searching the Grindline. We also like to give a shout out to Vintage Detroit. If you follow them at Vintage Detroit on Twitter, it's the only place you should get your hockey, baseball, basketball, football jerseys from, uh, your Detroit apparel. They're amazing. The people over there are amazing to work with. If you go to bring hockey back and use the promo code Grindline, you get 12% off. And if you use that same promo code at Howie's Hockey Tape, you will get 10% off your order. Again, Manscaped, if you use the promo code Grindline, you will get 20% off your order with free shipping. And we also give a shout out to the Hockey Podcast Network at HockeyPodNet for hosting us and spreading our podcast all around. And go subscribe to our YouTube. If you stayed to the end of this, thank you. I applaud you. Go subscribe to our YouTube. I think in the past like two days, we got like 85 new subscribers. So uh, we post yeah, everything there. You can fortunately or unfortunately see our faces on YouTube and the reactions we make. And... It's less edited, so you get to see how terrible we actually are at conversation without me having to edit everything Blindly out. Blindly staring for three seconds. Yeah, oh, oh, internet disconnects. Actually, I can edit out the internet disconnects. So, um, But that's going to do it for us tonight. So for Ryan, I am Greg, and thank you, Sarah. Thank you, you stay classy, hockey down.